What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Item 9 Gaming Weekly Podcast. It is Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. And we're going to be talking about the uh, latest gaming news from the week. Joined with me here today are my co-hosts, as usual, Graham No Socks Jordan. Yo, what's going on, Graham No Socks? And uh, Carter Ridge. Carter's, Carter's coming to us via Google Hangouts. He's in Mexico right now. He's on a vacation, but he's so dedicated to the podcast mm-hmm. that he's devoting time because Let's give a hypothetical this is the best Carter. show. Yep. Hola. Hola, senor. <laughs> That's right. Carter, how you, how you, um, uh, how you dealing down with that weather down there? Yo, to be honest, I just got some heat rash still, bro. I'm not used to the heat, bro. I got heat rash on my neck, my arms. <laughs> are you uh, are you using um, suntan or suntan lotion? I'm using sunscreen, sunscreen but it's you, get you get one? you get heat rash not from not from sunburn, but it's like not being used to the heat. Like I'm so used to Canada's weather, this heat is just like such a shock on me that Jeez. it, you know. Get the guys really trying to explain away medically that. Well, guys, before we get started, I have, uh, I, have, I have a question to ask both of you. <laughs> Not climatized. Uh, I got a question to ask both of you. Um, do you each? Do either of you gentlemen fancy yourselves a uh, Puxatani Phil man, or are you a Wyerton Willie <laughs> or a Wyerton Willie guy? I got stick by the old. Today is Groundhog Day. Puxatani, Puxatani brings the best news every time. Good. Well, I, I'd have to say I'm a Puxatani Phil guy. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was in the movie Caddyshack, so it's just more real. Man. Yeah, or was it Caddyshack, or was it gr- he was in the actual movie Groundhog Day? <laughs> Caddyshack's a good movie. I can't lie. Yeah, I think he was in the movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> I would not know. Um, speaking of Groundhog Day, guys, if uh, if you guys had to play one game every day for the rest of your life Ooh. on repeat, what game would that be? Carter, Carter, I gotta Ooh, that's tough. You, gotta, you gotta go with that. That's tough. Every day that's you tough. wake up know. Play the same game. Oh shoot. I, oh, I, I might have to go Gabe's gonna hate me for this one, but I might have to go with Overwatch just because the dynamic gameplay, every game is always different. You always have different teams. You never have the if you even have the same team or you get bored of them, you can just get new teams, you know, but it's a friendship game, you know, you make friends as you work <laughs> as a team. Good. You gotta work as a team together to build it, you know? So I'm gonna have to go with Overwatch. Yeah, if I'm stuck on my desert island with one yeah. game, it's gonna be it's gonna be Fallout New Vegas. I'm just gonna sit and walk the deserts, you know, in the wasteland. I was I was debating Fallout Three, but Not I know I put in like a thousand hours in it. I, I, have, I know I, I put in all the teddy bears yet, in a room. So I, I know there's still cracks and crevices in New Vegas. I have not yet explored. Yet. <laughs> I wouldn't mind just walking that and just like uh just figuring it all out. You know, take some time. You know, shoot some rats. Are we talking with the DLC or without the DLC? All DLC. Included. Of course, all DLC. <laughs> you got to say Game that. of the Year edition, then. You got to say the Game of the Year edition, then, bro. You know, Game of the Year editions for people who didn't believe in the in the mission from, from in the vision from beginning, you know, and like didn't want to put the phone in. The <laughs> I put every piece into that. Like, no, no avoidance. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but um, you just said the base game. <laughs> Gabe, what are you going to go with? I, I don't even know. That is tough. But, um,. <sighs> Can't, you can't ask the question and not answer. You know what I, I mean? Know. I didn't even think about it myself. I was just like, I just thought that was a good question. But um, <laughs> maybe like, uh, I don't know. Like, um, Skyrim? Skyrim? I guess. I, oh, Sky said I but guess. I played, it so mu- I played it so much already, man. Um, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> always leave room in these games, man. Because trust me, it's going to be droughts. You got to leave room in these games. That's why I know I can go back to New Vegas. I would probably say, yeah, like a multiplayer game, too. I don't know what game. Maybe if it was like the most 
current okay. Call of Duty whenever they came out. Like if I got to MW three. Yeah, like the new Modern Warfare is pretty good. It I like pretty, it. Not MW three. Modern Warfare. Warfare. Yeah. That's very Maybe cool. or but Skyrim is good, man. Oh, you trying to chill with it's people? Between, it's between own. a multiplayer game or in Skyrim, but uh, the Skyrim's yeah, mine was between Overwatch and Fallout. Yeah, I'll stay by myself. All right, so we got some uh, some big news this week. Um, in terms of uh, Nintendo pushing stuff out, did you guys see that new um Animal Crossing Nintendo man? That Nintendo oh, yeah, Switch. No. It's Yo, my uh, buddy. My buddy Kyle already pre-ordered it, even though he has one. I was I was debating it. I was like, oh, I don't know. But the he thing was, is, I don't even like trying to get the controllers, but it took too long. So oh, you could have like just bought the controllers? Just get the controllers. Well, he was trying to find a way to do that, uh. but it was just too much effort. So it's like, fuck it. He's selling his new his switch that he has now to his brother and then he's getting the new one. Yeah. Um maybe if they release those minty Joy-Cons, I I might I might pick those up separate. But um, yeah, I'm, not, cool I'm not in need of a new Nintendo Switch. And also, I'm just not a fan of Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, I know. He's a big fan. I knew you wouldn't because yeah. I knew you always hated it. Animal Crossing <laughs> is uh, a certain game for a certain type of Nintendo fan. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to pay a mortgage in real life, let alone. Yeah. Can't like, be, I can't be out here man. getting qualled by Tom Nook, you know? See, I don't even <laughs> know that, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? By him. You get qualled by koalas in that game. Facts. Jeez. That's a dangerous place. Yeah. But um so the Switch actually uh just this um this week I think uh they Nintendo released a statement saying that uh the Switch surpassed uh the Super Nintendo Entertainment System um by selling pushing at least 52.48 million units. So that's quite a big number. Um they've they've outsold so far the uh the life the lifetime sales of the Xbox One, jeez. So like you the N sixty four, and yeah, the N sixty four as well, yeah. And um, and their their hardware hardware sales are through the roof as well. I mean, with the games that they're putting out, especially the Nintendo uh, exclusive first party titles, with um, uh, Mario Kart selling millions and uh. Super Smash Bros. continuing to sell millions, and then they put out games like uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield that just sold 16 million, and Luigi's Mansion that sold about 5 million units uh, during the holiday season. It's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't think the Switch is going to slow down anytime soon, but personally... you think it's going to pass the PS3 and Xbox 360? I think so, because I think it's, it's their most versatile handheld console so mm. far it bridges the gap like between you know being a a uh a casual gamer, casual gamer and like a well i wouldn't even say hardcore but but i would say well, it's just bridging the gap between like handheld and uh and console yeah you know mm-hmm. so i think still it just that wow factor never kind of wore off for me still to this day even having a switch since day one the fact that you can just pick it up and play these like console quality games mm-hmm. anywhere on the go like it's amazing and then the fact that you're able to like there's there's a lot of multiplayer functionality for these first party game titles as well it's great mm-hmm. so you're able to like so play there's with one your thing there's one thing that does throw me off though it's just the the mic so that's the one thing i wish in the future that the yeah and like how they made the switch 2 i wish the switch 3 
has like a mic built in or they add a feature you know but i feel like the the main thing is that you know people aren't really playing a lot of competitive multiplayer games where you need online. yeah um can't just be like Splatoon. even playing Fortnite on there, you can just still plug but in like your Apple headphones. You know? Yeah, mm. but Overwatch, Overwatch runs absolutely horrible on Switch. If you play it on that, it's just really? it's, yeah, it's just not even like remotely fun <laughs> to play on the Nintendo Switch. But I think for me though, um, seeing these numbers and seeing how the Switch is just kind of overtaking a lot of its uh predecessors and the competition right now um i feel like the first half of nintendo's like the nintendo switch launch was very powerful in terms of like first party games and for me right now it's kind of slowing down i don't really know where they're going i'd like to see some more more action rpg first party titles um mm-hmm. just because like i i'm Maybe more of a mature like, no gamer more yeah, like I'm more of a no mature more heroes game. to but be good. One bad world. Yeah, did, did did no more heroes get moved to a different console though? Yeah, I think no more heroes three is that was that, out. Yeah, that, that, I think there was a release or a trailer or something about yeah. that recently. And moved to the Sony. Uh, and it's not on Switch. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's no longer going to be on, on uh, on Switch. Damn. Oh. Yeah, no, for me, like um, the Switch has always been like um, like our our family came in like with the Wii. So um uh and that was like um like I think about half the amount of um uh, sales or whatever that the Switch has done up to date and now is the Wii and just um uh, seeing that um the the Nintendo just come back to like a more console oriented um uh, traditional console orientation from what the Wii was made it really like uh, something that we'd want but by then I had my PS4 so I was kind of out of the loop as far as uh, Nintendo goes but you know it's cool to see them going yeah. Uh, I agree. But I just, for me, I feel like we, again, we need some more first party titles that are a little bit action RPG more oriented. Um, Because I I rarely use, like, I still, yeah, I still use my Switch, but I feel I'm just not as interested in playing these titles as i am like some of the other stuff that's coming out on ps4 and 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 xbox so that's that's the thing about nintendo switch that's why i haven't gotten one yet it just feels like almost all the games are very childlike in a sense yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that but like yeah some of the know, best like, games that i played in the last few years have been on the nintendo I've switch been like, childlike mm. games. like but, i'm not i'm not insulting it but like games like legend of the zelda one breath of the wild like they can make those beautiful expansive games like that that are also a bit more mature too, as well as appealing to like the kids too. And then I was also reading um, another thing about EA. They kind of had uh, a shareholders meeting and they said that they weren't looking to, to bring games to the switch. And they've, they've kind of had like a stiff relationship with them. Mm. I think, I think they, their games are kind of more for mature gamers as well. I think there's still a lot of indie games that they have. Like, what is that? Uh, un- uh, the one with the yarn. Oh, un- unwound? unwound? Wasn't that on un- something? I can't remember what it's no. called. Oh, Yoshi's? Was it Unwound or Unbound? Yeah, un- yeah. Unraveled or something like that? I don't, I don't know. No, I don't, well, I, yeah, Unravel. I'm just seeing that like, a lot of these. like um, Unravel, uh, yeah. It's called yeah. Unravel. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it right what now. Was yeah. it was originally on, P- on PlayStation. Like, um, I, I see a lot of original cross, console game, but yeah, no, I see a lot of cross back and forth. Like you're talking about Overwatch and how it has like next to no support on the Nintendo Switch, 
it's just well i already have my console might as well like you know i'm uh ea isn't looking to put unnecessary money and funds into a uh, system that's only going to be delivering um uh, content mostly to the people who aren't playing mature games like that so you know it's just easy to see why it's going on mm-hmm. yeah i think um what they were saying is that like they're kind of maybe hopping in on the bandwagon now because um of how well like the the switch is doing um like blake blake jorgensen the coo of ea has has more plans for the switch and was always talking to nintendo about what else it could bring to the system Mm. um but like right now as the platform grows our interest is adding content like to that platform too so they're also conscious about like their top selling titles and stuff like that and their software but i think that we do need a little bit more um more titles on the switch because i find i pick up a lot of games that i that i miss i play on the switch like doom i played on the uh i didn't pick it up on console so i just grabbed it on my switch and i think that that was that was a great little game to just pick up whenever because it's just a first person shooter you know you just but Mm. it's just there's so much fluidity to it as well in the in the movement and the combat it's just a great game to like kind of pick up and play on the go like if you just want to you know shoot stuff you know and and I think that how does it run on the Switch? It it runs fine in handheld. Um, I think that docked, it's you can. There's noticeable frame rate dips, but other than that, it it, it those kind of games like shooters and stuff, they're great for the Switch. Like if you just want to hop in and just like shoot some stuff and kill some time, I think that is and especially because uh, it's an offline game too. You can just like take it on the bus and then continue playing exactly where you were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's one of the best things about um, about the Nintendo Switch is just that, you know, even if you're playing a game, you just turn it off, throw it in your bag, and pick up right where you left off. I know it's the same thing with, with most consoles these days, but, again, to have that portability is just, like, it, it's uh, it's unmatched. Yeah, I, I think it's good, but I think, like, Nintendo will get more third-party, like, support, AAA support when they lose that sort of portability and, like, either become more of, like, an at-home console. I think... I agree. Once the Switch proves that it can handle these games and display them at like, yeah, I you know, think that's the big thing. It's their hardware. Is, is it? Mm. Yeah. And again, even when they you might get have this, to, they might have to upgrade it a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Even when we get these um, these ports to the Switch, they're still very expensive too. They, you know, you can sometimes you can get, like the mm-hmm. Witcher Three. You can get the Witcher Three for like twenty dollars on PlayStation right now, but it's costing. Eighty dollars Canadian. Yeah, um, that's the yeah, it's not worth it. Uh, eighty dollars at the store. Yeah. So you know, like again, and it's not, and it's not even going to be running at the same rate as it would on a PlayStation Four. Yeah, yeah. And again, kind of um, speaking towards EA, um, Jedi Fallen Order. It's what it was like their largest kind of. Uh, I feel it was their large their largest release it must have been the, their largest release of 2019 i don't think anything else they put out sold more than it definitely not anthem that's <laughs> for sure um yeah definitely not but it's it's idea. kind of like um you know it's reaching a goal that they they didn't really see uh they didn't expect it to surpass this number they kind of put it in the six to like eight m- million range and it's right now looking to surpass 10 million and i think um 
this needs to be a wake-up call for EA, man, and realize, mm-hmm. like, you know, single people are still invested in single-player campaign games, single-player story-driven narratives. Um, they're so important to, like, video game culture itself. Yeah. We get some of the best stories, like, this way. Um, I think it's cool when you have a live-service game like uh, Overwatch and you can explore kind of the lore outside of the video game, but I think it's important, too, to have that story kind of told in the medium, and I think that uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order had an amazing story, uh, amazing gameplay and combat, and it was still a struggle for them to kind of produce this game with working with uh, Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think with um, EA being on a on year seven of a ten year licensing deal with uh, Lucasfilm and Disney for the video exclusive video game rights, I think this you know it's time for them to kind of wake up and realize that the fans and the gamers want more narrative driven star wars stories and i think we're gonna buy it either way you know star wars fans i think that's the thing with them they're gonna buy you slap star wars on anything we're gonna buy yeah i know i was was gonna say i was gonna say you're new talking about it and i was like let's be real a big part of the sales is because it is star wars yeah because Mm -hmm. the name star wars is there Mm -hmm. but i think like we deserve the fact that they were able to turn it into something big too yeah. Sorry, what? No, I think that like we s- deserve better after how they mishandled um the first battlefront so and the second battlefront. And we've only got three years left of this agreement. Um so twenty twenty three is when it expires. So um we really need to s- for them to kind of step it up and, you know, give us the content that you know, gamers deserve, you know. Um I think again at this like sort of uh meeting that they had too they were talking about like how much money they made from their live services which is their like sort of um their word for uh, free to mi- play micro so again like this is something that i think that ea really needs to focus on i know there are a few games that are being developed possible star wars games that are being developed by them i know um there's some stuff being worked on by Motive. They're working on some things. Yep. Um, so EA is is um, looking to uh, to get more Star Wars content pushed out, which um, I hope is true. It's the sixth best-selling game of 2019, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So, and that was just only two months of being on sale and like uh if we're even thinking back to our earlier episode talking about the kotor rumors like um uh, we have like kathleen kennedy talking about they want to put more stuff out they're going to release more stuff out and these numbers will just really back like um whatever sort of uh like uh a mis- a misapprehensions they've had about about the series about single player games in this medium like this is what we wanted for so long who didn't want a star wars individuals like single player game who wasn't trying to build a lightsaber themselves you know it just seems um so one-to-one yeah agreed uh what do you think carter did you you haven't played it yet but um i haven't played it yet and i am new to this to the star wars fandom i guess but i am excited to draw to dive into it i still have to be controlled before i get into it but i am excited and i am happy that they are doing more narrative games like that because even just not even just Star Wars, just in general, there's not that many good narrative games nowadays. Like God of War is probably like the biggest and like 
mostly like one of the only big narrative games that really stood out at least for me for PS4. So it's good to see more narrative single player games being back into the realm, I guess. Yeah, especially with all like Uncharted's done now. Yeah. But we still got Last of Us Two coming out. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't forget Last of Us Last or uh, hopefully another infamous game. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see more infamous. I love Spider Man. Spider Man for sure. And moving on from that, um, Konami confirms a new silent game is being cons- Silent Hills game is being considered. So last week, uh, a number of rumors got out about a possible revival of the Silent Hill franchise, um, and they said it was kind of going to be in more of like an Until Dawn style title. Uh, I I enjoyed un- Until Dawn. I I what I read is there's going to be there's going to be two. There's going to be one soft reboot of the franchise yeah and then they're gonna do another which is like the telltale style but which be i think would be really good especially if they were able to do it with like the atmosphere and darkness mm-hmm. that hideo and grandma were able to do i know i don't have as high expectations as i did for pt as i will for this but it's hopefully they'll be able to go along with that very dark creepy style of and have a really good horror video game. Yeah. Uh, I think that maybe they'll have to change up the way the game looks, too. I think that they they really screwed up when they decided to cancel PT and the falling out with uh, Kojima. And I think that uh-huh. even though a lot of people said, well, a lot of the people at Capcom said that they were well working on Resident Evil 7 before uh pt well not before but before they pt was shown publicly um they really capitalized on that kind of art direction and realism that they went with in resident evil 7 and i think that now konami has to kind of try and do something different i think that this is an appropriate approach to it um i think that the walking dead telltale game is incredible it is again one of the best narrative games too like when you're speaking of like single player narratives yeah um for sure the even, first, first even not just even not just the walking dead though like wolf among I've, us is I've good played too, most right? of the telltale games yeah. like Batman the series. wolf among us is good yeah. uh the game of thrones was even really good the borderlands was good like i i think there's one or two others that i played that were really good too so i haven't been disappointed by any telltale yeah, and the Silent Hill series has like such a wealth of lore to like um uh, draw upon, like from the third game, um all yeah. the way forth. Like Silent Hill for the Room was one of my personal favorites that took out place outside of Silent Hill. So they have so much to go on and to be able to like pull that apart in like a choose your own adventure like Telltale game was something that I'm super looking forward to. I wanna know how the reboot's gonna be worked into it as well. If it's gonna be a reboot of just an original or like a reimagining or like how free they're willing to be with it to bring bring home some good Silent Hill goodness, man. I'm uh, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, um, I think they're also working on a new, um, a new Resident Evil like eight as well. I heard. Jeez. So I uh-huh. think that um, definitely Konami has some competition if they want to get back into the horror genre, especially uh, with with the route that um, Capcom is going with these remakes. I think the, a lot of effort and time that they're putting on into it it's really paying off because these games do look incredible and they, they, they're just as scary now as they were back, you know, 10 plus years ago. So, um, it's already, it's already been since 
it's already been almost six years since uh, the PT was released. So it's good to see finally that they're finally talking about Silent Hills again. What was, what was your first Silent Hill moment? What was your, what was your Silent Hill game that got you into the series? Oh, uh, man, I, I didn't really play the game. It was too scary for me. But I remember, like, seeing ads and stuff of it and, like, the PlayStation magazine and just getting, like, Spooked. freaked out and just being like, I don't want to play this at all. Yeah, I played the first yeah. game at my boy's place. Um, uh, it was between that and Tekken 3 we were playing. And, buddy, we were at that schoolyard with those little ghost children. And, whoo, gone, gone. <laughs> not a fan. Not no. Uh, I, I we never finished playing it. Besides that, that was it. And um, wanted to talk about this week uh, the disintegration beta. So that's an upcoming sci-fi shooter and debut game by V1 Interactive, and that's founded by the Halo creative director Marcus Leto and SOCOM director Mike Gutman. SOCOM was Wild Series. Speaks oh, SOCOM classic. is one of the best tactical shooters there is. Ooh, but um, basically, the game, players play as a roamer shoal in the, in the campaign of disintegration, a former grav cycle pilot and leader of a small integrated resistance, the outlaws who hope to overthrow the Rayon forces and restore humanity. So that's kind of like the single player. We got into some multiplayer this, uh, this weekend. Uh, I played a bit of the closed beta. I didn't play it this weekend at all, so I don't know if um, maybe the servers are a bit more populated. But it's kind of a first-person shooter mixed with a real-time strategy game. Well, mixed more with like a MOBA. I'd, I'd, I'd even say you have your little squad-based guys moving around. Yeah, it is kind of like a yeah, it yeah, is kind of like a more MOBA, like, a, like MOBA. a battle arena. Yeah. Um, I'm not too big on this game. Um, it didn't click with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't click with me visually. I didn't like the gameplay. The grav cycles, they need a little bit more weight to them. I feel like you're just floating up. and Again, this is just a beta. I'm guessing this isn't the final product. I hope mm. not. This game does not look that great as well. Um, but from what I played, I just it, it wasn't for me. I just didn't feel invested in it that much. Um, about you, Graham? I know you played a bit of it. I played. I did get to play a bit of it, and uh, like the same thing that I'm to you. Like I had one good match goal that happened to me, and like uh, I was getting a lot of kills. And I think like mm. when you're playing a beta for the first time and you're getting a lot of kills, there's a problem. There's a problem that doesn't. It just <laughs> doesn't feel level. right. And it's your first game, and you know? you're just like killing everything. That doesn't feel right. Like um, like I, I feel like this game for me visually was quite um uh, cool to see. It kind of gave me some uh, uh remembers uh. It made me um, remind me of that. Uh, what was that Netflix show? No love, like that robots thing. Oh, love, love, death, and robots. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of reminded me of like one of those kids from that. But like, um, I, I don't want to get myself too involved in the visuals of it because I don't want to get Brink again. Like, uh, same thing happened. Like, I liked Brink, got me the visuals, oh, got me the storyline. Like, and then it just sucked because it was just like more focused multiplayer than like single player. And the single player itself, the story seems pretty thin. Like, Mad Empire, do what you can. Here's your grab cycle. You know, I'm uh. It just looks cooler than I know it's going to be, so um, I'm probably going to pass on this. Yeah. Um. So basically, you're on this thing called a grav cycle, and uh, you don't fight on foot. Yeah. And you're on you. You basically have got a squad of guys. You're get a tank. There's both urban and rural maps. Um. You can adjust your altitude, and there's like two variations of weapons that you can use on your grav cycle, and then. There's a lot of dodging that you have to do. No, no, you're not. No, like the dodging I feel like janks you around. The dodging janks you around. I don't feel comfortable being able to dodge because they'll just jump you like so far away. And then I try to like line up my shot again. I find the dodging's too too sticky. 
And there's kind of like different kind of classes um, that I found, like mm. with the different graph cycle, like riders or flyers or whatever. It's all aesthetic though. It's aesthetic and then maybe like a little like a different main no, weapon. Different primary different primary weapon. Yeah, different weapons and stuff, but it just didn't for seem me, that interesting. I just didn't I think from what ha- like if you come from co creating Halo, man, it's <laughs> one of the best first person shooters of like of all time. Hands down, guaranteed. Um I just think that this game is just so underwhelming. I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. New. I think it, it for feels me, like, this game it feels, feels like a PlayStation 3 game, not like yeah, a dude. game that's going to come out right before PlayStation 5 is about to dude. come out. For me, it this feels g- like a PlayStation 3 launch. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. For me, this game feels like um, when Cliff Blazinski tried to do Lawbreakers. You guys remember Lawbreakers? No. Gives me Shadowrun vibes, though, yeah. hearing that. Lawbreakers was at E3 the first year we went. I remember they had a big ass fucking poster in front of like the the convention center for lawbreakers they shut that game down like after i think like a year less than a year i think less than a year and they shut the servers down cliff blazinski has like retired from making games he's just not even doing it anymore this is the guy who did gears of war quake and gears of war man like and you know, you shoot your best shots in the beginning. That's and it, I man. think the reason was is he tried to release a game in the oversaturated market with games like that, like Overwatch and that other game, Battleborn. I that stopped falling off a bullet storm. And and I think the same thing might happen to this game, Disintegration. Maybe it'll find a community that is into it, but I just don't find it that appealing. Um, I think that maybe the story component will be a little better, but I just don't feel like I want to do like a six or five hour campaign of just riding around on this grab cycle, controlling these little dudes on the, on the ground. I just don't feel like it's going to be that interesting or compelling. Um, so for me, I'm probably going to pass on this one. I don't think I'm going to be picking it up at all. Carter, based off our recommendations here, would you, what was your uh, so I thought, I was over at Gabe's house the other day, uh, last weekend, and I uh, I played a little bit of it just for like a second, and I didn't want to play it anymore, and I was watching a lot of Gabe and Ethan play, and it just seemed very like clunky. and Again, this is a beta, though. It seems stripped down. Yeah, yeah, it is a beta, but and also it has like a very mobile battle arena kind of feel, like you said, and mm-hmm. that's also not really my genre of video games, so... You kind know, like, kind of like smite it's, it's, almost. Yeah. In a, in yeah, a, in it's a not way. something I jump into. Yeah. Shame, shame. But I, 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 I when you, when you first opened it though, I did. I was like, I did like the character design a bit, and then like once you started to play and get into the game, it started to turn me off more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I think that maybe there should. There could be some room to improve this game. Um, I think that if they kind of polished it a bit more in terms of, like, graphically, <coughs> if maybe they can update it because, like, it just didn't even look that good. Yeah, I, um, mm-hmm. Well, other than that, I think for me it's just it's it's not something that I'm, I feel interested in playing at all. I think they have a good look and a good idea. They need to tear it down and make it like a Journey to the West sort of game. If you guys know Journey to the West, what's uh, what's Journey to the West? Uh, basically, um, uh, it was it was like some sort of 
forgot, I forgot who made it. It's um, Enslaved Journey to the West. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from, your, your oh, from Ninja Theory. Yeah, Ninja Theory. Like, I could see something visually like that with this sort of aesthetic. The other other than that, and strip down and get like a nice, good story-based thing from this, uh, I don't, yeah, yeah. It looks cool. It's not going to be fun. Well, I think that concludes the show. Um, since it is the beginning of the month, um, I rain? thought that I would uh, kind of list off some of the upcoming games that are coming out uh, this month. Um, we're getting some games. Dawn of Fear is coming out. Life is Strange 2, the collector's edition. Knights and Bikes is coming out to uh, Nintendo Switch on February Knights 6th, and bikes? which is going to be pretty sweet. Woo. Uh, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition mm. is coming out on the Switch. That's pretty sweet. Um, Code Vein. Some DLCs coming out for Code Vein. There's, there's probably a lot of other games coming out too. Some more Kingdom Hearts DLC. Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 2, February 20th. So that should be good. And um, Media Molecules uh, Dreams is coming out on February 14th. So that could be fun. Have you guys ever seen some of the crazy stuff people have created in Dreams? No, like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of that. Yeah, so what, what, what I, I really this? think it's this? really crazy. What, what, it's what like is this? I don't know what this is. That it's like you can make games inside of. It's kind of like Little Big Planet, but like yeah, it's the same. Pr- it's a, the same developer scale. as Little Big Planet. Yeah. So you know how you can create the levels in Little Big Planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about that. Those tools, except you can pretty much create anything you want. I yeah, saw a dude create an avatar, of the last Airbender game, like this week, and it looked pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, seen that. I also real? seen. I also seen some dude make like a whole. You can make art too. You don't oh yeah, to I saw some video. dude make like an English breakfast. Yeah, yeah. The so English breakfast was, you saw that, right? But like, like, yeah, is, is this? So, so is this in the same way that like Minecraft is like out here making like stuff and all these wild things inside of a game? Is it kind of like Minecraft like that? Because these guys uh, make games not like, like Minecraft. It's kind of like no. develop, it literally is like, de- like a dev it's kit. giving you like a developer tools almost to make your game. Okay, okay. Because the art thing threw me off there. Yeah. But like you can develop you anything. Can make art, like, you can make a video game. Yeah. Jeez. Like it doesn't have to be. It can be literally anything you want. You can make it. I want to look this up. Yeah. I got that. And with that being said, that concludes our show for February second. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Carter, for taking time off your vacation to call into the show. You know, big ups, big ups, big ups, big ups. Gonna uh, go eat some Brazilian. Oh, Brazilian steakhouse, huh? Very Whoa. nice. Meat Brazilian's on a sword. In in Mexico, Brazilian steakhouse. But um, yes, the a la carte, bro. Oh, nice. Yes. So he'll be back next week to join us again. We're probably going to hopefully next week we'll be able to switch over to the video. Well, not switch over, but also uh, incorporate the video aspect to the podcast. Um, we're excited. Gabe for Gabe in 4K. Gabe in 4K. Jeez. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't have bandwidth for that. <laughs> 1080p, son. Out of here. Um, yeah, you so camera, <laughs> yeah, so check out the website, guys, item9gaming.ca. Follow us on Twitter at item9gaming. And follow me on Twitter at GabeLashley00. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and keep it tuned here next week.